Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Versus the Odds podcast. And today, I have a really, really special guest. He is from Pittsburgh, North Carolina. He's a dancer, producer, musical artist, and actor. He also just so happens to be one of the very first friends I ever made in life. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Jabu Grabeel. Jabu, how you doing, my man? What's good? How's it going, yeah? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm doing great. Um, it's, this is a, I feel like having you on this show is, is a long time coming. You know, I've met a lot of very creative people in my life over time, and I've been trying to get them on this show. But you're probably the, the first guy uh, I ever met who was really creative. You're also just the first friend I ever met. Um, and for those of you who don't know Jabu and I's history, um, I met Jabu when I was six years old. Uh, we were at a strawberry farm somewhere in the middle of you know hickville north carolina and yeah, i didn't know anybody nowhere. i didn't know anybody i didn't have any friends at the time and all of a sudden this 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 kid just runs up to me and like hi i'm jabu <laughs> you want to pick strawberries and be friends and i was just like yeah sure you seem cool <laughs> and you know from then on you know there was trips to trader joe's and going to the park reading comic books and just an amazing friendship was born that day so like basically what I'm trying to say is I'm really glad that we've stayed in touch and that you're on the show. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. I'm glad you got this thing going. Yeah, when I heard about the podcast, I was I got hyped. Exactly. <laughs> my first I, time I, on any podcast. So Oh snap, for real? Yeah, you're taking my podcast virginity. Oh wow. <laughs> That's definitely a first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so as I said before, you're involved in the arts in a variety of ways. Um, you know, you're a dancer, mu musician, actor. But when you think back, you know, to early in your artistic career, what was like the, the first foray you had into into art? Was it dancing? Was it painting? What do you think was like the beginning of your artistic journey? Mm -hmm. um, shoot, if I think way, way back, um, Definitely banging on, just beating on pots and pans. So drumming was definitely probably the the uh, the first the first spark. Um, yeah, I would drum on everything as a kid, even like my friends, <laughs> which would get me in trouble. But uh, I was a crazy kid. Um, but yeah, I was I was really into drumming. Um, me and my dad would we had some gym bays. We would jam out all the time. Um, and I, I remember making sort of a drum set outdoors with like a cardboard box and like a little wash tub and like a plastic bucket um, and just just having a good time. So yeah, drumming was definitely the first uh, the first thing. That's awesome. I, uh, I remember, you know, we went to summer camp together when we were kids. I remember those gym bay circles and, uh, you know, arts and crafts class and all that good stuff. Um, and you also do tap dancing. I mean, I feel like that's, we mean, we, we were, when I was in high school, I feel like we, I didn't really hear from, we, we didn't stay in touch as frequently, but then when I heard of you again, uh, you were, you know, you were tap dancing. How did you get into that? Yeah. So, um, my mom thought I would like it. Um, you know, I also, I also like, yeah, you know, along with drumming, I also like dancing. Um, so, you know, I was, drumming and dancing around the house to you know whatever music would come on um my mom sort of put two and two together you know rhythm and movement you know that's tap dancing it's rhythm and movement um so it was sort of like you know the package two and one um so i uh 
she set me up to take a class in uh in town in Pittsburgh where I grew up. Um, so I took my first tap class, um, and there was I was the only I was the only boy in the whole class. Represent? Um, yeah. Is it a represent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which was kind of weird, but you know I I still loved it. Uh, and yeah, I was about seven um, when I started taking tap dancing. And yeah, it clicked. It was, you know, the rhythm of movement is what I needed. It was great. And that's taken you far. I mean, you've you've toured with musicians and other performers, you know, displaying the skill to various places around the world. I remember at one point, I think you were in in Europe doing this. How did you go from, you know, tap dancing at that small little building in this little small country town to performing on stages across the world? Yeah, so um you know, I was taking tap, you know, the first studio um, and there was, you know, like I said, I was the only guy in like all of the art forms, all of the dance forms, um, you know, hip hop, jazz, ballet and tap. Uh, and so I definitely felt sort of out of place. I definitely wanted, you know, some more guys of my age to, you know, hang out and dance with. Um, and so uh, I think my mom was asking around, um, seeing if there was any other studios in the area. And we came across the ballet school of, of Chapel Hill. Um, and G Medler was the tap dance teacher there. Um, and I also had a few other guys my age, friends of my age, uh, Jared and Asher. I don't know if you remember them. I vaguely um, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they were t actually taking tap at that, uh, at that dance school. Um, and so I was like, yeah, like I want to go take tap with them. So I switched dance schools, um, to Chapel Hill, you know, it was like a 30 minute drive, but it was worth it. Uh, G Medler was a great teacher, um, still is. And, uh, yeah. So from there I joined this youth company, um, called the North Carolina Youth Tap Ensemble. Um, and we did a lot of uh, school shows in the area in the Triangle, um, which you know was what like built it uh, built up the uh, you know just my performance experience um, and just being on the stage, um, and you know just through dance and through we would go to a lot of tap dance festivals um, all over the country, um, where you know I'd meet other dancers um, and other teachers. Um, and so, you know, the more, the more and more I, I got out in the world and met, you know, just more people, the more connections I got. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's really all it's been is just um, getting out there and meeting new people. Um, but yeah. People don't talk about this enough, you know, from a, from an art, from an artist perspective or from a creative's perspective, networking is so fucking important. You know, you can be the most talented guy out there, you know, you can be, putting out incredible content incredible performances you can be capable of doing all that but if you don't know the right people in the right places at the right time you're not going to achieve the success that you want and that's uh that's something that i've learned recently especially you know trying to enter in writing communities or film communities uh do tap dancers use linkedin i'm curious is that like a thing <laughs> um i don't uh I don't know. I might have a LinkedIn account, but I don't use it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to ask around. <laughs> I know. I just the only reason I bring up LinkedIn is because my dad uh, has 
really impressed upon me that I need to have LinkedIn. I need to use it. Um, I need to update it, update the resume. Because, uh, you know, when you're in your early, I feel like a lot of people in their early 20s are always applying for jobs and internships. And my dad's like, you need to have this to be uh, professional. Um, and right, obviously, right. well, that you go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, just going off what you're saying, um, the networking. Um, and yeah, I think for artists in this age, actually, like the social media has become the new LinkedIn. Um, and so actually for me, I, uh, my social media, you know, just posting tap dance videos was actually how I got um, discovered by this, the band that I'd now tour with um, called Postman and Jukebox. So, you know, they came across one of my videos and they're like, ah, oh, like, you know, I really like, you know, this, this person, we want to, you know, bring them on a tour. Um, so I think, you know, for artists, especially, um, and even anyone, you know, entrepreneurs, whatever, I think social media has become very powerful and actually does sort of, you know, sort of a portfolio of who you are. Um, it doesn't all, you know, it doesn't have to be, but I think it, it's very helpful in there for that. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, like we're the first generation to have that so accessible at our fingertips, you know, we're kind of the first generation raised on the internet. So it makes sense that, you know, as we enter into our adult years, we're promoting ourselves through it. Um, I've had a few other guests on the show before who are, you know, artists and creators like yourself. And a lot of them have really, really stressed the importance of TikTok for some reason. A lot of people, mm. especially musicians, um, I have a buddy who I interviewed a couple episodes ago. He, he's a he's a blossoming musician, and one of the reasons he's become he's become famous uh, is through TikTok. Do you know any other dancers or break dancers who are kind of using TikTok to, you know, spread their career? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely know. Yeah, a lot of dancers and musicians um, that use the platform. Um, I myself have never or haven't yet sort of gotten into that um just sort of like I'm like you know I got Instagram and you know I I had Snapchat but I don't really use it too much so you know I can only do you know too many social media things at once totally, um, yes but uh I definitely yeah I, I hear it's super powerful and it's it's a fun and easy way to get you know your work and art out there a lot of people really love, especially RH, really love using the internet as a tool as a tool of self promotion. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with um, this artist boy Pablo, um, but he's like this Norwegian Chilean indie rock guy. And literally, the only reason, like one of the main reasons he became famous, is because there was this glitch in the YouTube al algorithm that like spammed everyone's suggested uh, folders like with his music videos, and just so everyone was exposed to his music at once, and that's how he became famous. And I'm pretty sure Crazy. like some certain, yeah. And I think certain songs have even entered like the billboard top 100 just in oh, general wow. because of TikTok, you know, I right. see, I mean, even in college, you know, college age people are, you know, their music taste revolves on songs that they've heard on TikTok. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's a TikTok song. And I'm like, uh, no, that's by the strokes, but whatever. <laughs> so it's interesting to see how that's been changing. Um, right. And Speak. I want to pivot, I want to really focus in on music because I know you're a musician as well. We talked about your roots, you know, starting, you know, drumming on gym bays or friends or whatever you could find within your reach. <laughs> um, can you talk a little bit about uh, some of the current music you've been working on as of recently? Yeah. Um, so I uh, finished 
and in the process of getting out my uh my uh my first solo album um it's called tender headed um and it's yeah it's available now on soundcloud spotify and youtube um still working on getting it on apple music um but yeah i've been yeah along with the tap dancing um and you know uh yeah drumming uh i sort of was interested in making beats um and so i my mom runs a summer camp and there was a, a counselor that came one year who uh played the piano and was also like making beats and rapping. Um, and I was just very intrigued by it. And uh, I wanted to learn. Um, and so I was able to like sit down with him and he showed me a little bit of, of things on, you know, Logic or GarageBand. Um, I was like, man, this is so cool. Um, so I like, I would use my mom's laptop or my dad's computer to like make beats whenever they were, they weren't using it. Um, so I started making beats. That was like 13, 14. Um, and then like 15, 16, I was like, hmm, I wonder what it would sound like if I, you know, were to rap or sing on one of my own beats. Um, you know, I just, you know, I thought it'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, make a song. Uh, so yeah, I, I got like a little mic, um, had like a blue Yeti. Um, and I uh, started recording and just messing around. Um, and I, yeah, I got really into it. And I started just making tracks, making covers, just messing around. Um, and so, I, yeah, I definitely have, it's, you know, the tap dancing has been the main thing and, you know, what I'm best, best known for, um, but I'm also, you know, I'm also trying to get out the musician side of me and, you know, the uh, the musical artist side of me out there as well. Um, so I've uh, been brainstorming in the ways I can, you know, start that journey, um, but also not, you know, not lose the tap dance. Um, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I remember you also were talking about a project you had, I think it was called Summer is Over. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so along with my, you know, my own personal music, uh, I also have a duo um, that I started um, last fall um, called Summer's Over. Um, it's my other half is Jay Lav, um, an artist from Valley Stream, New York. Um, we actually met at a Berkeley like jazz um, intensive, uh, you know, I think like 2018, 2017. Um, and we had reconnected last year. Um, and so we, yeah, he makes music too. And we, uh, you know, it was one of those things where we are like, you know, maybe we'll just make like a collab album or EP, um, you know, and drop it. But it, you know, it snowballed into, you know what? I think we should be a duo. Um, and so we just clicked and uh, we, uh, we dropped our debut single in February. Um, it's called Fashion. Um, and that's out everywhere right now. Um, but yeah, that's, we're trying to drop a, you know, a full EP this summer, um, hopefully next month. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I think it's really important that you find people in your life who are equally creative and have that same drive as well. I've, I've said this before, 
you know, you, you, you're the average of the, the handful of people you spend the most time with. And, you know, for someone who's trying Absolutely. to foster creativity and improve their craft and just improve as a person to surround yourself with the people who have the same aspirations as you is absolutely essential. I also like what you were saying about, you know, you, you, you're known for ballet, but you want to do music as well. You don't want to get pigeonholed into one type of art. And I, I think versatility, developing versatility as an artist is so important because, you know, there's, there's never one right way or one specific way in which you should express yourself, you know, whatever you feel is an honest reflection of yourself as an artist should be honored and should be expressed, you know, whether that is tap dancing, uh, playing music or making music, you know, expressing yourself on stage as an actor. These are all very valid expressions of art. And, you know, in, if we tell ourselves that we're only we're only known for one thing, like, oh, I'm just a dancer, I can't do anything else, you know, that's, it's limiting. So I'm really happy to hear that you're expressing yourself in a variety of ways. I mean, I mean, that's, that's something I can take into my own life. You know, I don't necessarily have to be known for just podcasting, you know, that could be screenwriting, right, making, right. hell, ghostwriting, you know, I can be the next Quentin Miller yeah. or something, who knows? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you can, yeah, you can do anything. And uh, yeah, I, I encourage those to just go out there, do it, be ambitious. You know, it, it can be scary and, you know, risky at times, but if you want it and you really want it, you can make it happen. Um, and yeah, trust your gut, believe in yourself. You got it. Exactly. I mean, I, I've said this before, or I've, I've said this at least to someone, you know, when I think of my, my upbringing, you know, especially my creative years um, or my creative youth, I always, you know, saw Jabu as an influence of someone who was actually taking the the life path that I wish I had taken. You know, I've always Jabu, I've always admired you for uh, your ability to just pursue your creativity to to no end and and really flesh out your vision. You know, I feel oh, in a way that's something I wish I'd done in some aspects. You know, I, I definitely went the straight and narrow. You know, I went to high school, played my varsity sports. You know, did my prom. Uh, and, but, and all that and it was fun you know, it was fun I'm, I'll look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dismiss it all right you, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's never too late though you know it's never too late that's right and that's There's a lot of time and that's why the podcast exists now and that's this is one of the reasons i have this show is to have these conversations and to awaken that passion yes. uh i think i was gonna i was gonna ask you because you know you've traveled you know you've danced all over the place you've shared your music across the world I'm curious, you know, you've been to New York City, you've been in Chapel Hill, you're living in Boston currently. Has there ever been a location either at home or abroad that you found to be a creative, create, creatively like stimulating or inspiring place? Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> mm, um, yeah, so I went in 2019, uh, I went on tour with, this band Postmodern Jukebox, um, who's super well known for creating um, ragtime and you know jazz covers of uh, pop music. Um, so yes, yeah, the band's called Postmodern Jukebox. You can search them up on YouTube. Um, they do a lot of like fun one take videos, um, very like Great Gatsby style. So uh, yeah, I went tour, went on tour with them as a tap dancer. Um, and they, one of the great things about this band is they actually, from the beginning, they've always had 
a tap dancer is part of the band. Um, so, uh, yeah, it feels good to, you know, continue that, you know, lineage. And, uh, but yeah, well, while I was on tour with them, um, I got to go, you know, we were, we were pretty much everywhere. Uh, we went to Russia, you know, the UK, um, Prague. Um, we went to, we had one like birthday show in India. So we were like all the way out there. Um, but uh, I can't really say there's like one place. Um, I think just good people and, you know, new experiences inspire me. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I really love people and, you know, getting to know, um, getting to experience, you know, different people and how they think and their art and how they express themselves. Um, so I really think, you know, just life for me is very, um, create, uh, creative. <laughs> I can't even say it. I know it. It's, very, it's a uh, tough one. <laughs> <laughs> very creatively, um, stimulating for me. Um, and yeah, I'm very, you know, very much of a nomad. Um, but yeah, I mean, New York is a great vibe. Um, yeah, I think, you know, if I had to say one place, New York City is definitely the spot. Um, it's just, you know, you go there and you like, you just feel um, the independence is so welcomed and the, uh, you know, the just go out there and do it. And, you know, you can make your dreams happen. And, you know, it's like, it's true what they say. Um, wow. That's the vibe and that's the energy. Um, you'll feel when you're there. Well, that's definitely uh, comforting to hear, you know, since I want to go to NYU. Um, yes. And what you were saying about touring, you know, finding value in all the places you've been, you know, there's that expression, you know, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Um, right. Obviously, you know, touring has taken you all across the world. It's shown you places and given you experiences that you might not have otherwise had. And that all of, of course, you know, incorporates into your, into your, you know, the fabric of who you are. And undoubtedly, you know, has an impact on your art. Has there ever been an instance while you were touring that, you know, was very memorable for you? I mean, I'm sure there are countless instances, but I'm sure that on the road you've you've had you've made some good memories that you might be willing to share. Yeah. Um mm, I uh yeah, I mean touring is such a it's a great time and you know it's you know we're only you know we're everywhere so we only have you know like a day maybe or two days in you know each country and that's on to the next you know the next show but i definitely there was definitely some great times on this yeah this year of tour in uh, 2019 um the biggest thing i remember was um i was in prague and i was like I don't know what went through my head. I'm very spontaneous though. I was like, I want to get a tattoo. <laughs> oh, whoa. So I like was like looking around at, you know, different tattoo shops in the area. Once, you know, nothing sketchy. I wanted, you know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna get ink in my skin. I wanted to be by, you know, someone who knows what they're doing. Like sterile. <laughs> um, right, right, right. Uh so I found this spot. Um, it's called, I think it was called homie tattoo. Um but uh, yeah, I found, uh, found this artist, uh, her name's Nat Natalia, um, she's from Moscow. 
Russia. Um, and I loved her work. Uh, yes, yeah, like this dragon tattoo on my phone. Whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, you know, I, this was like before sound check. I went and got this big ass, you know, tattoo. And, uh, you know, we were talking and she was, you know, she was like close to my age. Maybe she's a little older. Um, and she's like, yeah, like 23, 24. Um, and she was just, you know, she was talking about how, you know, she started off, you know, making art in Moscow um, and, you know, didn't have too much going for her. Um, but, you know, she she went for it and she like moved to Prague and was like, she's like on her own. And I think she found this shop and made some friends and they like decided to like make this tattoo shop. Um, and so it's been very successful. Um, but yeah, I think it was, it was just like great to like hear another one of those stories of like someone just going out there and going for it and making, you know, taking the risk um, and, uh, you know, just trusting themselves. Um, but yeah, I got the tattoo and my mom actually came all the way from the US to Prague to see that show. Um, and I invited, you know, the, the tattoo artist to the show. Um, it was just, you know, it was a great, it was a great time. Um, but uh, yeah, Prague show was just, you know, the energy was great. Um, but yeah, that was definitely like one of the most memorable times, just, you know, getting that tattoo and building this, you know, friendship with, you know, this random person. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's beautiful, dude. I, I'm really yeah. happy to hear that you're having those experiences, you know. I love I love it in in these moments in life where you know you only meet someone you know maybe for like a day or two and you may never see them again but in that yeah. moment you're able to bond with them and connect with them over art or shared love or passion over something and that's just really beautiful I feel like that's one of the that's a human phenomenon that doesn't necessarily get discussed enough you know I feel like when we're yeah or go from the ages of like 17 to 24 25 we encounter so many temporary people and, you know, it's so easy to just forget the people that come in and out of our lives. But, you know, every now and then there's a moment like that where you meet someone you, you connect with just for a moment, you know, that, that tattoo artist, a, a fellow, a fellow artist and, and, and creator, right. and you got to bond with her and you got yeah. to have that moment. That's beautiful. This is exactly why uh, I want this show it to sort of facilitate conversations like that or even to hear experiences like that i mean i never even met the woman yeah. and i'm i I, uh -huh. I literally feel moved by you telling me that that's that's a really special oh, story man. seriously yeah it's yeah it's uh it's really special um yeah and i think you know i i'm very much i find myself you know um i you know i keep my circle tight you know i uh i uh i'm not very outgoing but definitely like having these jobs that take me out there and just sort of shoot me out into the world um, makes it definitely like easier to like, you know, Hey, like, you know, there's all these people in this world and, you know, if you don't say anything to anyone, you know, you never know, you know, who you might meet or what experiences, you know, what doors may open. Um, so I definitely, you know, if I, if I have like a weird gut feeling, like I want to talk to someone, you know, I'll just do it. Um, and it's always been, you know, just great conversations or sometimes it's not, sometimes, you know, 
they're boring and it's like okay you know later on <laughs> have a good life but you know I, you know most of the time it's great most of the time it's you know i'm a, a great person i uh i met like uh across the street um yeah you know i'm right now i'm like on this movie job and so they have half of us on this you know this apartment lot one side of the road on this apartment complex and the other half of the dancers on the other side. Um, and I was in the lobby of the other side of <clears throat> another dancer's uh, spot. And I like ran into this dude um, in the elevator and he, he was like talking to me how he was like, I don't know how the conversation started, but he was telling me how he was like one of the best gambler, gamblers in the world um, at oh, like wow. some point in life. I was like, Okay, that's crazy. But he, you know, he's just telling me how he's, you know, <laughs> making all this money and doing this crazy stuff. And uh, but uh, you know, just crazy people. You never know who's, you know, who you'll be in the elevator with, um, or who you'll be in line with at Shake Shack. You know, you never know. Hell yeah, man! And I know you talked a little bit about your your experience with acting, and I know you're currently working on a project right now. And of course, I'm well aware that you know when when filming is or when uh, principal photography is going on, uh, usually you know there's only certain information that's allowed to be disclosed. But with that in mind, is there anything that you can tell us about this current project that you're working on? Yeah, I don't want to uh, get you in trouble, Jabu. <laughs> no, no, no. I yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about that earlier. Um, I was like, man, like, can I talk about this? You know, this movie that I'm doing. Um, and I think I, I think I can um, just based on I think there was like, I mean the information is like already out there. Um, okay. It's been I think there was like a, a deadline, uh, deadline like article about you know the whole, I mean, it's just spilling the beans, um, even like the real name of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm part of this um, new Apple musical. Um, it's produced by Apple, um, and. Uh, I'll tell you the code name. It's called Chili, and uh, it's yeah, it's starring um, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Will Ferrell, and Octavia Spencer. I like the top three. Ah! Uh, yeah, it's it's some big it's a big deal. Um, but uh, it's it's one of the the choreographer is Chloe Arnold, um, and she's a tap dancer, um, and uh, it's it's super big for the tap community because. It's the first major motion picture with tap dancing in it um, in 30 years. Oh my um, God, that's awesome. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, not only is it just amazing experience, you know, getting to be around these, you know, phenomenal people and are, who are just, you know, the best at what they do in the world. Um, and then you know, also like I'm a tap dancer, you know, thinking about, you know, just tap dance and the tap dance community. Um, and, you know, you know, what it's going to do for the tap community as a whole. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been great. Um, yeah. Dude, that honest, holy shit. That answer was like way more awesome than I was even expecting. I knew it was going to be <laughs> cool, but I know literally uh, the, just yesterday I was watching the, um, the series finale of, of Conan with my mom and uh, Will Ferrell okay. did like a Zoom session to like congratulate him. He said, I'm filming, I'm filming a new movie in Boston. It's actually the new Batman. Yeah. And I, now I'm realizing, <laughs> like, oh my God, they're talking about your movie. I, I, I'm curious, have you met 
have you met Reynolds and and Farrell? Have you got a chance to chat? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've been around. Um, you know, it's a musical, so there's a lot of dancing. Um, uh, so you know, they've been in and out of rehearsal. Um, but yeah, uh, they're great people. They're they're uh, they're super cool. Um, yeah, Will just reminds me of like your neighborhood friendly dad. <laughs> nice. I wouldn't expect anything less. From yeah, Will, you know, he's a goofball, but yeah, it's it's been good. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you at least got to have like a chance to chat with them a little bit. I mean, I'm, obviously you said you know, they're in and out of rehearsal, they're busy, but you you did get to you get to chat with them at all ever. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. I think I ran into, it's like I think I ran into Will in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> I got up all things, um, and we were just talking about how he actually has a lot of family in uh in North Carolina, like in the triangle. I think he has like an aunt that lives in Raleigh. Oh um God. and like yeah, like cousins that live in, you know, another part, Charlotte or something. So wow. it's dope to sort of have that, you know, hometown connection with, you know, this star. Um but yeah, I, I honestly haven't really got the time to, you know, sit down and like really get in, into it with any of them um, just because you know, I've been so busy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been good. I'm hoping I'll be able to connect with them more um, throughout That's awesome. filming. That's awesome. That It's just phenomenal that you're able to have this experience working with them. You know, that's something that other people have only dreamed of. And, you know, we were talking earlier in the episode about networking. And obviously, you know, this is this is the place where it happens. And you're in a really fortunate situation. Um, who knows? Maybe. Uh, Maybe, maybe through the vine, uh, they'll hear about the versus the odds podcast. Next thing you know, I'll, yes. I'll got uh, I got all the the stars of Chile on the show, and uh, yeah, uh -huh. so maybe. Hey, this I I like to practice wishful thinking wherever never I can. Know. You never know. It's good. Yeah. But uh, now that we're we're nearing the end of the episode, um, I I usually have a few questions. I usually ask my uh, my guests, and you know, as since you're someone from who's come from a, a creative background. Um, you know, there may be listeners out there who want to pursue a career in dance, music or acting. And, you know, maybe they don't know how to start or the mindset that they need to have. Do you have any pieces of information that you could tell to an upcoming uh, creative? Mm -hmm. um, first thing I would do is, you know, ask your friends um, if they know of, you know, a good dance school or a good, you know, acting program or, you know, a good whatever computer uh, programming class. Ask your friends, you know, ask them to ask any, you know, their friends. Just ask around. Um, definitely like the first thing, you know. Um, but uh, if you, yeah, if you're an artist, um, uh, you know, whatever, dancer, singer, uh, you know, poet, writer. Um, there's this great thing called Young Arts, um, which is a program. It's it's for people that are still in high school. So I think, you know, once you graduate high school, you're kind of no longer qualified for it. But uh, um, yeah, if you're still in high school and love what you do, love the art that you do, I definitely re recommend applying. Um, I did it in, yeah, 2018. Um, and it's basically Young Arts is, uh, 
this convention sort of type situation where they have uh, people, you know, young people of all disciplines that come together. I think it's Miami. Um, and, you know, they've, you know, you audition. It's an audition process. But if you get accepted, um, you, uh, you know, you get flown out to Miami for a week and you get put up in this hotel um, and you get to take all these master classes with uh, um, people of your discipline. Um, so, you know, not only is it, you know, you get to learn from these greats uh, in your, you know, line of work that you wanted to pursue, um, but you also get to meet um, all these other young people um, and young creatives that are, you know, on their own path, but, you know, still creatives and, you know, just people, great people. So uh, I definitely think this thing, Young Arts, is a great, um, you know, way to do it um, or, you know, a thing that's has been really helpful was really helpful for me um you know a lot of the friends i have now i met at young arts um and you know have collaborated with you know late you know uh throughout my life um but uh you know if you know like we said again you know tiktok instagram you know those are great ways to get your you know art out there if you don't have you know access to these resources um you know if you live in the middle of nowhere and there's you know not a dance school or not a you know a, a class that's you know easy um you know uh, i definitely find ways to get your stuff out there and find ways to share your your work because um, i think that's definitely one of the biggest things is if you don't have a way to get share your work with someone uh it can leave you you know feeling not too good um so I definitely encourage, you know, anyone out there that's, especially, you know, artists or not even artists, you know, whatever, computer, you know, engineers, whatever, um, share your, you know, your website, share your video game, share your, you know, your poem, share your new song, share your painting. Um, you know, if, of course, if you want to, but uh, um, yeah, that's pretty much all the you know advice I have. <laughs> And that's golden advice. Thank you. This is, I feel like yeah. that's exactly what someone needs to hear in that situation right now. Um, there's yeah. a lot of, uh, a lot of guidance that's needed for these young creatives or for anyone at any point in their life who wants to, you know, fulfill their passion. So thank you so much, Jabu, for being on this podcast. I'm really glad to have had this conversation with you. I love hearing how you think about what you've experienced. You're just a phenomenal person to talk to. And I'm glad that we've stayed in touch for you know all these years so once again Jabu, thank you yes. so so much for being on my oh, man thank you roy and yeah I'm, I'm so hyped that you're doing this this has been great this is fun i'm hyped to hear you know hear myself back on this podcast you okay know, boom, 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 you know, get share, it you know yo i want a mm -hmm. podcast with my boy roy you know <laughs> hell yeah man hell yeah. yeah man i love you uh we gotta uh, we gotta get together soon um, I, I love you too, man. And it's going to happen. Um, I tell you what, uh, I'm going to be touring, you know, all the places I'm applying for grad school. I will be in Boston. You know what? I'm going to go out there, you know, we'll go get dinner or something or just hang out in the city. We'll reconnect like yes. just like, you know, back in the old days when we were kids. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. That sounds good. And to everyone listening to this podcast, you know, whatever your goals are, whatever your passions or dreams are, 
it's very possible to achieve them. And today's guest, Jabu, is a great example of that. Someone who's chased his passion, has taken him all over the world, so many different places, and look where he is now. So let this conversation that I've had with him be a reminder that whatever you want to do in life, it is possible, you know, even if it's you versus the odds. So I'll see you all again. I love you. I appreciate you. Take care and goodbye.